Hello, all you lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 47 of Game Life Balance Australia. I am your lovely host, let's go with lovely, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined as always by world heavyweight champion, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura! See, it turns out that if you just, like, you don't you don't go for the big guy in the corner who's looking all scary, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You go after the guy who's, like, uh, what do you call it? The referee? I think that's what they call it. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> the the guy that, the, Yeah, the guy that kind of stands there and tells you when to hit and when not to hit. If you just wail on that guy for a while, yep. he just... He just goes, okay, okay, fine, fine. You're, you're, you're world heavyweight champion. <laughs> the, the ding, bo- ding, ding. The boxing uh, boxing master. Boxing boy. <laughs> Chief of boxing. That guy. It, it also helps us to shoot the other guy as well. That's always good. <laughs> so I recommend that. That's Let's just say I am retiring undefeated. <laughs> and also never have having punched anyone in the ring. There you go. I punched him outside the ring. <laughs> in the back. While he was asleep. <laughs> That still counts. It, that counts, baby. By my rules, that that means you are you are a champion, <laughs> and uh, deserving of all the accolades and all I the would, kudos. I, I would sing that song, mm. the Queen song, yeah. but we can't afford the rights. We no. we can't even afford Eddie Mercury. Should I do my off-brand version of that song? That's just different enough that we can like. Okay, all right, let's hear right. it. We did a winning, my pals, <laughs> and we'll keep on winning. Guys and gals, <laughs> that was that was actually a little bit better than I thought you, it was going to be. I thought I'm going to leave him hanging. It's going to be terrible, and yeah. you kind of pulled something out there. Yeah, you like that part where I paused for dramatic effect, and not at all because I was trying to think of how to rhyme. <laughs> I don't know. Gals was a pretty good rhyme. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah that guys and gals. I'm a bit of a freestyler. I see. I like to <laughs> spit hot fire off the top of my dome. If there's anything that we you've, we've learned, yeah, is that we're brilliant at improv yeah. here at Game Life Balance Australia. It's pretty much what we it's what we do best. It's all we do. Uh, we certainly not good at doing podcasts. But. Yeah, so this is one day, you know, in when they make a museum to us. Yeah. Well, yes. I'm I mean, already the, starting. I'm already ga- starting that Game Life Balance Museum. I've been collecting your toenails for a while now. <laughs> you cloned me back to life yep. from my toenail clippings. That's my plan. And how. <laughs> Welcome back, and then I shoot you in the head, and I just go in a new one. I don't know why I keep doing that. It just fills me with a certain certain weird joy. Yeah, no, that would probably fill me with a certain weird joy as well. Backyard's been pretty full though, but hey, <laughs> don't get a dog. It's, whatever it's, you yeah, do, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so killing me repeatedly. What else are we doing at the? Oh yeah, video games. We do. We do. No, a video I was, game I was talking about our inevitable museum, mm. and uh, and it's just. When people visit the museum, they're just going to see walls and walls and walls full of framed scripts. They're going to realize mm-hmm. that every single thing we say mm-hmm. has always been scripted. Yeah. We meticulously learn all of our lines yep. before we go on air, mm-hmm. before we press that little red record button. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I spent I spend a whole week just being in character as Rob <laughs> for, for the show. I... I spent a whole week of my life just pretending to be this guy. He usually a... wears a cravat. Yeah, that's it's right. Quite, very odd. <laughs> a crushed velvet purple. Yeah. I'm actually a highly talented New Zealand actor. <laughs> By the name of Pete Townsend Guy. Townsend Guy. Yeah, it sounds fake, but that's just the genius of my creative... We're, we're on page three. The... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I lost my page in the script. Yes, uh, but we're just, we just, we're such good actors... <laughs> Such good actors 
that you think that it's all badly improved. But no, 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 this is this is the style we've chosen. It takes a lot of work to to make a podcast seem as bad as this. But it's it is it is all deliberate. We get know. up very early in the morning yeah. to make this podcast yeah. sound very bad. I use very expensive editing technology, and I put a lot of work into into it to make it sound like it's really cheap. I've we've never heard um, of Audacity. We yeah. don't use Audacity. No, that's definitely it's what, certainly what if we that? did, it's certainly not because it's free. I, I use something made by Adobe, and it probably cost lots of money, like maybe a thousand dollars, perhaps. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. I spent I spent one thousand dollars on one thousand dollars on the editing um, editing music thing. That I, that I use. Music I used thing. to make the sounds for the people listen to on on the internet, uh, and uh, let me tell you, it's a lot of work making something sound this bad. And um, I I personally feel uh, that it's worth it. It's worth oh yeah, it. like yeah, like um, we we spend the big bucks yeah. to like, bring mediocrity to your ears. It's like that sepia filter for your um you know your Instagram photos or whatever. It's like it's just all this hard all this technology being used to make something uh, look like okay. it's crappy. I've, I've got a question. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this has come up three times in the past week. Okay. Every time it's been more and more and more disturbing for me. Okay. So. What is sepia? No, no, no. Instagram. What is, what is Instagram? Yeah. I don't, I don't do know. Do you have Instagram? I do not have Instagram. Okay. So here's the thing. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I do not have Instagram. You know, I've got Facebook. I've got Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm a prolific tw- tweeter. I think what it Twitterer. is. I think what it is, is it's like Facebook. But if you try and do something without a photo, it just goes, no. It just goes, bow, bow. You have to upload a photo with everything. That's that's my very dim understanding. That of is that. how I understand yeah. it. But but what happened was I was speaking to someone at work, mm-hmm. and they were and they were talking about oh yeah I got all the apps on my phone I got Facebook Twitter and Instagram and I went oh wow I've got my own show when I don't even have Instagram and they mm-hmm. went well you should you should really get onto Instagram. Then mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to my brother and he said oh yeah I saw that funny thing on Instagram the other day and I mm-hmm. went you're on Instagram so Chris isn't on Twitter or Facebook oh, yeah. only Instagram. A lot of people prefer it. But, and and that's the thing I went, yeah. but I don't even I don't think I've ever been to Instagram. But here's the shocker. Mm. And then once again, I said, oh yeah, I've got my own show, and I don't. It's my show, by the way, not yours. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I don't have Instagram. And then the biggest shocker. Mm. I was talking to Dad, and Dad said, oh yeah, Chris sh- Chris sh- uh, shared that funny thing on Instagram with me. Your dad's went, on Instagram. My dad, <laughs> Glenn Luddite Campbell. Does he like take a lot of selfies? Is on Instagram. Why is my dad on Instagram? And I don't think I've been to Instagram. And I don't have the app. And I don't really know what it is. And I feel vaguely uncomfortable talking about Instagram and not knowing. And I have my own show. And I'm not on Instagram. Do I need to be on Instagram? Is that a thing I need to do? Can you take enough photos that are somehow related to this podcast to make having an Instagram account worth it? You know, uh, how many Game Life Balance Australia related photos can you honestly take? I mean, I look, think, let's I think just taking a photo of you in your t-shirt. <laughs> That's it, right? That's basically it. That's well, like you see, it. I would be taking photos. Yeah, I think I would call myself. Do you, Do you have your own name on there and everything? Like your own like username? Yeah, I think you make up your. You know, you'd be okay. like you'd be like sexy boy eighty three or something. Okay, so I would be. Lord Scroto. Sure. And it would just be mm-hmm. pictures, picture after picture yeah. of the man berries. Right. The the berries sure. underneath the log. Yeah, I'm I I'm pretty sure that would be fine. I'm talking about the scrotum. Yeah. I understand <laughs> just, that. Just close up pictures. Okay. I'm not saying it's mine. Are you saying look But it's gonna be mine. Can I be clear? <laughs> yes. Because this is important. Okay. Are you proposing that this is a promotional vehicle for the show? <laughs> or your yeah. own personal you know what? Your own personal thing. <laughs> you know what? I completely for when I was thinking about scrotums, mm. I completely forgot about the show and yeah. the fact that we're on air. I kind of forgot that I was I, I even was existing. I forgot that I was even alive when you were speaking. My soul just left my body and floated up. 
Somewhere about the ceiling. But you know what? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be about the show. I am going to get a Sharpie and draw the Game Life Balance logo. Oh my god! On the old. Oh dear. On the old underbag. Right. Very good. Uh, <laughs> this that's is good. brilliant. That's this is a brilliant good. idea. Because I'm sure it won't just look like a. <laughs> it would just. Because what it will probably look like yeah. is that you've got some sort of rare disease. <laughs> because you won't be able to like. And I know you're a good artist. Well, you're no, not. I'm not. You're not. You're a bad. I'm, artist. I'm a terrible artist. I was trying to be nice. You're, you're shit at drawing. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I am. Um, you would do a very bad job at drawing the Game Life Balance logo on your. <laughs> it would be upside down too. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to get a mirror. No, that wouldn't work. That's no, the, no, no, that, no, that yeah. Look, that's it, would, it would look like I, I just had leprosy or something. <laughs> yes. No, what? So to, to, because it's kind of wrinkly. Mm. So what I'd need to do is I need to have. I need I need to have. I need it Botoxed. Yeah. <laughs> just really. Just really, really inflated. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'll have what looks like a medicine ball down there, <laughs> and then I'll be able to draw it accurately. Perfect. <laughs> this all sounds. This all sounds really good. Yeah, I, th- I think you should do it. I think. Look out for Lord Scroto. Yeah. On Instagram. The, you know, the sad thing is there probably already is someone. There <laughs> probably already is Lord Scroto. Yeah. Uh, so we are reviewing this related to scrotums. It is. So it's almost. It's, it's, this it's is a the seamless. best segue. Yeah, because it's so clearly easily related. Uh, Super Mario Land for Game Boy. <laughs> you, see, you don't get it, Rob. So mm. they can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you you can put the scrotum on location. Yeah. Okay. Locale scrotal. Basically, <laughs> right. I mean, you could put it in a you could put it like in okay. a whiskey tumbler. Yeah. With whiskey, if you wanted to. Okay. So it'd be like a fun thing, like yeah, like yeah, people, yeah. People like, will be like, what? Where like where's the scrotum going to be today? Yeah, exactly. Like it's kind of like where's well, it's not going to be where's well because let's face it, my scrotum deserves to be front and center. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty easy to spot a uh, <laughs> giant Botox scrotum. <laughs> It's not exactly. No, no. It's, it's. I'm not going for subtlety here, yeah. but I'm just saying. You know, where is the? I don't know where I got giant from, but I just assumed that in the process of this, it would somehow become like <laughs> the size of like you know, like at least like a foot in diameter. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be. Huge. Why am I playing into this? I don't know. I don't know. I think all of my beliefs. You know, I just. <laughs> I don't. I just like saying the word scrotum, okay? I just think it's a fun word to it say. Is. It's kind of gutsy, a scrotum. Yes, scrotum. Yeah, like, it makes you use it. It's guttural. It is. It's, uh, it's, just, it's just a fun word to have in your mouth. <laughs> yep. That's where, that's where that whole conversation was going, Rob. Brilliant. Yep. And that's why we scripted this out for three days. And do you know who else Botoxes his scrotum? <laughs> Why it's Mario, your old friend, your old childhood bud. I love that guy yeah. because he's a weirdo. By turns out, he's he's into some weird stuff. So Mario, yeah, is a game that we played today of the land variety. Super, you might call it, even call it a super land. Of it is Mario. A, a super land of Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had ideas for games. Yes, and then we turned up at my house. And we needed a game pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, basically, I go away in two weeks and we're going to have to record a whole bunch of these in rapid succession mm-hmm. for you, the listeners. Yeah, we love you and so we're doing this for you. We hate you, so we're doing this for you. Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we, we it's a love don't skip a week. Uh-huh. We don't, well, you know, we don't skip a, a cycle of yes. these, basically. So, yes. we'll keep 
pumping them out mm-hmm. as ill-advised to that, as that may be. Yep. So we decided to choose a game that we both are familiar with and we both like. Yes. Uh, we chose the Game Boy launch title uh, Super Mario Land. That's right, now, yes. It's got a bit of an interesting history, this one. Yeah, AC, um, I am not... I'm by no means an expert on the all things Nintendo, but you're our resident Nintendo correspondent, among other things. Among other things. Uh, so why don't you give me the lowdown? So when did this game come out? Was this a launch title? So when it was did, a launch title. So when did the Game Boy launch? It actually launched in 1989 okay. uh, in Japan and America and 1990 in Australia and uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. So look, it's... Uh, it's a little bit of a strange Mario game, I suppose you could say. Yeah. It wasn't developed by uh, Miyamoto. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it was developed by R&D1, uh, which was the, the Game Boy team. Uh, Gunpei Yokoi mm-hmm. was, the, was the bloke who was director for this game, I think. Or yeah, the and he was the, so the, was he the inventor. Is that the right word of the Game Boy? Yes, he was. He yeah. was the inventor of the Game Boy. Mm. Uh, and... The, the thing is, like, Mario, although was starting to have more of... You know, he was very popular mm. and starting to have kind of a character to him and stuff. Yeah, and he was the mascot or, like, the, the oh, yeah, flagship very, character of Nintendo. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, but they needed a hit for Game Boy early on. And Miyamoto wasn't part of R&D 1 mm-hmm. and he wasn't familiar with the Game Boy. So, and back then, there was kind of a, a feudal type competition between going on different sections in Nintendo. Different development teams competed. Yeah, yeah. So they basically took Mario because, you know, um, uh, Yamauchi, the the CEO uh, and owner of Nintendo, head of Nintendo back then, uh, basically said, we need a Mario game for this. And so it fell to them to develop a Mario game. Sure. Now, Mario is in it. Mm -hmm. Luigi is not in it. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that. That's probably a, a good thing. Very uh, good thing. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm never happier. Yeah, I never once, not and at no point playing that game did I go, where's Luigi? Where's, <laughs> there's something missing here, uh, which goes to show you something. Um, so he's um, only a couple of pixels tall. Yes. It's fair to say. Yeah, it, it's very simple. If you thought the graphics for the you know Super Mario Brothers yeah. was... Uh, was simplistic this is way more simple so the resolution on a game boy screen is of course quite quite tiny yeah uh, yeah. only a few pixels across and mario is not big on the screen no he's very he's very little he's very he's very little he does get the mushroom and grows bigger yes he does um he he the usual pickups are there well there's a there's a projectile pickup yeah it's a little different though it's called a super ball yes Uh, it's like a rubber ball that kind of bounces around the screen and you can only throw one at a time so it's like the fire flower equivalent but it's not the same not quite no and so um love hearts are the one-ups yes and the physics to mario are a little bit different yeah, that's the thing that you will notice the most, yeah. I think, picking this game up, if you're familiar with the other Mario games, is that it doesn't control quite right. It doesn't control badly. It just isn't It isn't the same. Yeah. It's hard to put your finger on it. I think he just moves a little too quickly. A little too, he's a little too squirrely. Like, he he yeah. moves quickly, but he jumps slowly, I think. Mm. And he's, his arcs are a little bit different. But the, the main problem is that Mario drops like a lead brick on Jupiter. Yeah, the gravity is really high. He just, he just yeah. goes, pew, he plummets right down there. Yeah, there's more floaty in the original Mario, isn't it? Much more. There's yeah. much more kind of air control. There's still a bit of air control in this, but the rate at he falls, you don't get a lot. Mm. There's not a lot of time. I found myself falling in, in pits a lot. In, mm. in Super Mario Land in a way that I, I, I don't think I would have using the um, the controls of the original game 
And I think that goes to show you that yeah, there's something wrong with the with the um, the gravity. I'm not sure if it yeah. was wrong. I think it was just the way that yeah, they wanted it the right to word. to program it. It feels wrong for Mario, but for the game, it, it's good enough. Yeah. So it's not a massive Mario game. There mm. are four worlds, mm-hmm. and there are. Four are there are three levels per world. So there's yeah. only 12 levels in the whole game. Yeah. Um, so, you know. But that being said, I mean, it's not exactly a walk in the park. It does get kind of tricky towards the end there, doesn't it, AC? Well, it gets quite tricky from world two. Yeah. Pardon me. And you, uh, there's a bit of variety to the worlds, which is mm. what I like. Yeah. So you've got, um, like, uh, Egypt Pyramid World. Yeah. You've got... Um, Easter Island world with the uh, Moai statues and stuff. It's kind of got this ancient history vibe when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, it does a little bit. And then it's got underwater levels, which become shooters. So he's in a little submarine. Yeah. And then towards the end of the game, you're in a biplane. And it's got, like, Chinese levels as well. Kind of, like, stereotypical Chinese... Yes. Uh, with think, Chinese music. I think when I was a kid, that was where I got up to. Yeah. I think... So that's near towards the end of the game. Yeah. And you kind of end up in, in space, I think. And it's... Look... It's a fun little game. There's no save yeah. feature. There are continues. It gets quite difficult because it's not a long game. Mm. Um, but if you just spend a couple of hours sitting down with a Super Game Boy, which is the best way to play this game, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, there's something about holding the the Game Boy in your hands that's you know it's it's fun. But I found this game more easy to play with a a controller in my hand on the couch. Yeah. Um, Looking at a TV screen. I don't know why that is. It just seemed more manageable. Uh, I mean, yeah, we are getting older and we can't play like in perfect light situations. Mm. We're holding a Game Boy anymore with <laughs> yeah. terrible eyesight. Yeah, yeah. Those, those old Game Boy screens are pretty hard to go back to now. They are. Um, they have a magic to them. I think they have, yeah. a, they have a certain charm. But yeah, yeah definitely. You can't, you can't always go back that far in time. Hmm. So, look... It's a it is a fun game. It is difficult. It does do things differently though. Like yeah. the the turtles you jump on explode. Yes, it's very odd. It's like the, I got killed by that the first time mm. this evening because I was expecting to be able to kick the turtle shell, but instead it's blew up and yeah. killed me. And there are different uh, bosses. There's like kind of a lion sphinx sort of boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like an octopus boss. I, th- I think it's an octopus anyway. Mm. Uh, and and. There is a different princess as well. This is the introduction of Daisy. Yeah. Who has about as much character <laughs> as Peach does in the early games. Yeah, look, there's not deep... say no, no character. There's basically. no depth to these characters. No. Um, uh, but that, I think... And is that is the reason that it's a different princess because it's set in a different world? Actually? Yeah, it's... Um, or a different land, let's a, say. Yeah, well, it's a different land. Because it's... Sara- I think it's Sarasa land. Sara- Sriracha land or something. Sar- it's Sarasa land. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sarasa land. So that's... And, and Daisy is the uh, is the princess of, of Sarasa land. I guess so. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she doesn't look any different. Um, no. And it's a bit strange. I think that uh, Gunpei maybe wanted to put his own spin on Mario to a certain extent. Mm. And although you didn't hear about Daisy a lot, she does join in their other shenanigans like tennis and, and go-karting and the like. Yeah. So she kind of uh, she makes appearances every now and again. Yeah, she's still in the, in the canon. Um, certainly, you know, yeah, there are some more obscure characters uh, than her. I would say she's she's pretty pretty well established in the, in the Mario canon now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, this is her first first appearance. First kind of foray. Yeah. So, look, overall, what do you think of this game? Look, it it's interesting, right? Because it's doing a lot of things differently to the other Mario games. The 
the stuff that's sort of like um, where they explore other genres I find really fascinating mm. like there are whole levels that are just shooter levels you know yeah, like when you're in a submarine and you're shooting torpedoes and there's one where you're like in a plane and you're and it's got a very yeah. gradius Konami gradius kind of feel because yeah. part of the environment is, is destructible mm. and it controls quite well as well yeah but it's interesting because I think I think um, you know around Super Mario Brothers 3 they kind of decided this is what Mario is you know this is what a 2D Mario game is all about yeah and all the other 2D Mario games have more or less followed that that format. Uh, this is, you know, an attempt to sort of... It was an earlier game, and they hadn't... That structure, that sort of, like, rigid, you know, view of what Mario game is hadn't really kind of set in. So you see them experimenting a bit and trying things that are a bit different. And I think that's good. Um, like, yeah. I do like... I do love this game, because it was one of the first games I played along with... Uh, and it was one of the only games available in Australia for a long time after the Game Boy came out. Yeah. Uh, because Nintendo just didn't have a really big interest in, in Europe and the rest of the world back then. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they kind of half-heartedly released stuff. <laughs> and it wasn't until towards the end of the NES and the Super and you know the start of the Super Nintendo where they started to pick up a lot. Yeah, definitely. So... That's I, why I, um, sorry, I, I didn't... No, sorry. no, no. Yeah. Should I give my review now? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's interesting. I think if you're into Mario... Look, this is what I always say. If you're into it, it's good. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if you're a Mario fan, if you're a Super Mario fan... And I mean a super Super Mario. <laughs> if you're a super fan of Mario, as I'm trying to say, okay, yep, yep. Then, then um, you you might want to check it out. It is. It's not. It's not super great, but it's not bad either. It's like a solid seven and a half out of ten kind of a game. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting. So um, for people who want to go deep, um, check it out. I don't think anyone necessarily needs to play it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, if you love Mario, why not play a, a very you know, um, sort of, how do I say, like a fundamental Mario game, like one mm. of the earliest, one of the most sort of, um, they were sort of finding their feet with this. Yeah. So, so that, that might give you enough to want to check it out. But uh, I don't think it's something that you have to play necessarily. Um, sorry, that was a very long winded way no, of no. saying, uh, maybe I guess not. kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about UAC? Uh, uh, I think you, I think you should play this game. Uh, if, <clears throat> Like, if you are a Mario fan, it's good to... And people complain that Mario is always the same. Yeah. This is similar, but it's not... doesn't fit the formula in the same way that every other Mario game does. They tried to do different things and they went to different places. It's early and it feels different. And that on its own, I think, makes it interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the sequel to this game looks so different. Yeah. Like, the Mario sprite is so much bigger and more detailed. And it's a, it's a much slower moving game mm, than this mm, one. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Six Gold Coins. Mm-hmm. But it's still a lot of fun. I just... Uh, this The first game was just something that I have a lot of fond memories of. And I think it might be difficult for some people to go back to. But if you want kind of a short but challenging Mario game, play this one. Yeah. Give it a go. Sure. Definitely give it a go. I, I do have a fond feeling about it. The music in this game yeah. is really good, really memorable. I mm. really like it because it's not just dirt, 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 which is great, but it, mm. it's got kind of different themes that match the worlds that you go to. Yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciate that about the game. The music is a standout. And there is just this general vibe. When I think about the game, it gives me like a warm, fuzzy feeling. Mm. And that might go further than, you know, the actual facts of the gameplay itself. Yeah. Yeah. There's, 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 some, nostalgia there's a nostalgia. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Sure. Mm. All right. So that's a, a tentative from Rob and a yes from me. So I'm, I'm just saying, Rob, mm. like, it only would have taken a couple of 
extra pixels. Yeah. And voila, scrotum. Just as he's, you know, as you notice the gait of his walk, just a mm. couple of little pendulums just under two, there. Two little pixels just <laughs> swaying back and forth in the sure. wind. Yeah. Yeah, you know, scrote physics. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. <laughs> now that we've sure. we've mastered... The boob physics. The boob physics. Yeah. There's only one way to go. It's 2018. Let's, let's, and it's the underbag. Let's make things equal. Let's oh, everyone's we're all about equality now. Um, we're all about uh, being progressive. Oh yeah. So that's why I want I want very realistic. Actually, no, I don't want realistic. I want I want very exaggerated ballsack physics. <laughs> you know what? In the Red Dead uh, Red Dead Two or Red Dead uh, Redemption trailer, right? The new the, the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a horse, uh-huh. and I had him swinging underneath. Oh, wonderful! And that was someone's job to do it's that. R rated. Yeah. <laughs> May contain realistic bullsa- horse, <laughs> horse dangus, horse junk, <laughs> horse junk. <laughs> Screwed oh, physics. Oh man, yeah, that's where it's at, man. Yeah, no, this no, no. Is, it's got to be realism. It's, it's all about realism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's like, there's mo- there was modernism, and then there was postmodernism. Yes. Then there was better alive. Then there was post postmodernism. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just scrote modernism. Yeah. This is the new wave. So it's just yeah. painting things with your ballsack. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> up on the wall, or very. Yeah. <laughs> Just yep. washing it off with turpentine That's might sting right. a little bit. Those stuffed shirts at the academy might not like it. Well, we're not even talking about games anymore, are we? <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm talking about painting something with with your scrotum, and then, <laughs> and then I assume trying to sell it. <laughs> Just, just public exhibitions of this kind of art are frowned upon now. Yeah, people will say, "Well, this isn't very good," and you're like, "Well, I painted it with my scrotum," and they're like, "Oh, okay, right. Oh. Well, in that case, it's scrot. Yeah, <laughs> please have many monies. <laughs> please have many monies. <laughs> That's what they'll say to you. Well, yes, they're the kind of people who I want giving me money. And they'll hang your, the, your, the painting that you painted with your nuts on the wall, and they'll just look at it <laughs> occasionally, just stroke their chins thoughtfully. But they must, there must have been some sort of painting that was done like that where oh, people do that. I'm it's got to be there somewhere. And the artists are just having a jolly good cack about it. This is what art is these days, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. It's no. just part of the general just the state of the world these days. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, uh, you gotta, you got to remember that at first, yeah. uh, scrote paintings, mm. scrot, yeah. scrotum art is going to be ironic yeah but then it'll move into this weird place where it's not ironic yeah yeah people will appreciate it unironically yeah yep yep and then it'll become the sort of like retro thing yeah exactly <laughs> and, and then i'll collect it because i love retro and speaking of retro yes this in no way segues <laughs> to the fact that you are playing a modern game right. which has nothing to do with scrotums and that's why i do not approve well, of nathan drake there is a weird that's the roundabout way of saying this there, there is a weird retro connection that i'll get to but yes oh yes is there not, is too there, there is, is there i is. spoke to you about it earlier yeah but yes i i went out so facts let's start with the facts okay we're, we're primarily a fact-based podcast <laughs> If you come to us for facts, yeah. you must live an extremely interesting life. So, fact one. You're sick. I'm sick, yes. I have got the dreaded lurgy, um, which has resulted in me having to lay off work. I really shouldn't um, be doing a podcast right next to you. No. Well, we did talk about different solutions like me perhaps staying at home and us recording via Google Hangouts. Um, which is a, f- a fine way to record a podcast. No. I've done many a podcast uh, but, like that. But we haven't done it for a while. We have to sort of relearn how to do it. And uh, we just, neither of us are particularly in the mood for it. So AC is risking get, catching the dreaded lurgy from me. Um, uh, I'm very low key, very low energy. And I'm sure it's coming through in, in the way I'm sounding. 
Everyone's going to uh, be going, he sounds exactly like he normally does. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just as boring as ever, really. <laughs> uh, but the, the good thing about having a day off work is that you can go, oh, what am I going to do with my time? And I've been umming and ahhing about buying Uncharted 4 for mm-hmm. a while now. And I just thought, oh, screw it. So I, you know, put in, put on like my jeans and went out into the world and came back with a copy of Uncharted 4. And How big, much did it set you back? A cup of juice. <laughs> cup of juice. Yeah, which is not game related. Just just juice, which is nice to drink. That's the life part. Um, there you go. Yeah, We've done life. life. That's it. Done life, now games. That's life. Uh, so Uncharted 4. Uh, yeah. I'm really liking it. Yeah? Yeah. It, I'm a big fan of the Uncharted series. Uh, when this game first came out... It was a couple of years uh, ago now, was it? No, or? no, it was like I think it was last year. Okay, so All yeah, right. you, could, you could say a couple of years. Um, I was just not in the place to play games. I think I think Ruby was still quite little. Mm. Um, you know, my my life was very much sort of chaotic. It still is in many ways, just you know, madness. Um, but I just wasn't in a place to like lump, at, you know, eighty bucks or whatever it was to play this game although i really really wanted to play it desperate yeah, yeah. to play it because i love uncharted and i've been excited to play it ever since it was announced um uh, yeah then i kind of moved on and forgot about it but uh, something some little spark in my brain fired you know some sort of synapse or whatever um kicked off and i was like all right i need to i need to check this game out it a is a good escapism might yeah, be good for you at the moment it's definitely fair to say. yeah i think i think some and then this game is very good for the escapism thing because it is this over-the-top action movie um, adventure story, which is right up my alley. I've always loved Indiana Jones. Yes, my yes, you have favorite movies of all time. The the original three Indiana Jones films. Um, really? Are you a big fan of Doom? Doom, I like, um, but I recognize that it is it does stand out a bit from the other the other two as like it is quite flawed. Where, where's the Nazis? Where's you know? Um, it was it's a prequel as well, which I never really yeah. got that. I never mm. really because I always think of most of the movies as standalone for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I like I like Temple of Doom, but it is it is a different thing. Mm. Uh, but my favorite would probably be Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, uh, but anyway, um, of course, Uncharted, if you're not familiar, is very much inspired by the Indiana Jones movies and to a lesser extent, all of the other ripoffs of that style. You could even argue that you could make a pretty good argument that Indiana Jones is itself a homage to, you know, the, you know, the, the 30s, the, the 30s, like, you know, matinee stuff, yeah, uh, yeah. like B movies, um, the, you know, lost the, adventure film, King basically. Solomon's Mines, those sorts of films, yeah, yeah. you know, so that genre has a big pedigree and, and Uncharted is really just the modern version of that you know ancient ruins punch and baddies morally kind of question ambiguous of, like he's he's unscrupulous yeah. he's a good guy well he's a rogue with a heart of gold that's right he's a Han Solo basically yeah, you yeah. know yeah um, but what has always made these games great well there's a few things is number one graphically very impressive uh, uh, the PS3 Uncharted games were among the best looking games you could get on the PS3 and PS I'm glad. I'm happy to say that Uncharted 4 carries on that legacy. It is definitely the best looking game I've played on the PS4 so far. Oh yeah, and you just got um, a normal. You don't have a pro. Do no, you? I don't have a pro. Uh, I just got my my launch PS4, mm-hmm. um, and the game looks fucking great. It looks really, really good. Um, from the moment I started playing it, I was like, wow. And then there was this level where you're sort of scuba diving, and I was like, wow. You know, and just every level, it just keeps on making you go wow. Yeah. Um, to the point where you kind of want to just stand still and pan the camera around and just look, but there's a the game is better played if you keep going if you keep it, just it's following got a the pace mo- to it there's momentum yeah. yeah and as much as I want to sort of just gawk, you know gawk at things 
it feels almost better to just enjoy the scenery as you're running through it, you know, dodging uh, bullets and hand grenades and things like that. Do you think I'd enjoy this game? Look, you potentially might. I mean, it's 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 not a, it's the control scheme is not too difficult, which I know is, is a, yeah, st- a stumbling block for you. That's in a lot kind of, of that can be bad for me. Uh, this game is very simple in the controls. It's you'd probably find it easier than than Zelda, I'd say. Oh wow! Okay, um, because Zelda has a that has a bit of a it's a bit, bit of a learning curve. Yeah, yeah. it's a quirky game. I found it slightly scheme. clunky, but I think if you play it enough, you get used to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this game is is very simple and intuitive it's and it's a lot of it's a lot of context stuff so pr- hitting x will do different things depending on what you're near you know and that's helpful because then you don't have to remember a whole bunch of different buttons you're mm. just like oh yeah x because that's the thing that makes me jump on on the platform or whatever uh so number one looks really good number two controls really well number three which is probably actually the thing i like about the game the most is the the voice acting and the the writing is like the best i've ever seen in a game yeah. and, and it, Every Uncharted game... Uncharted 1 was a bit... Mm, you know, 8, 8 out of 10, 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. Uncharted 2 was like... I would say 10 out of 10 just for the for the, for the the writing. Like, so it was Uncharted 1 on PS3? PS3, yep. yep. Yeah, okay. it, was an early, it was an early PS3 title. I th- yeah, uh, I thought it was either late PS2 or early PS3. I, I went back to remember. it. Because yeah. I played Uncharted 2 first and then 3 and then went back to 1. Yeah. And it was hard to go back to 1. Oh, okay. They'd made some improvements. Uh, 1 was very frustrating in a lot of spots. at the combat... The combat's gotten a lot better. Another thing about Uncharted 4 that's really good is that they've streamlined the combat. And there's some things in there that I, I, I think they've they've taken from Last of Us. Last of Us had a lot of... Which is another Naughty Dog game. Wasn't a, this one re- co-written or something by some of the Naughty Dog team? Is that the one? Or? Yeah, well, they're both Naughty Dog games. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, some of the, some, sorry, some of the Last of Us team were, like, on this one. Perhaps. I yeah, I'm not sure about the writing, but certainly the the, 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 the fighting, the, the, the hand-to-hand combat reminds me a lot of um, Last of Us. Not the same, like, Last of Us has a lot of weight to it. The combat feels really weighty, and it's very grunty, and, like, you know, the you can really feel it when someone hits you over the head with a crowbar it's like oh you know you, you that thunk that sound and yeah joel will like stagger and it looks quite painful Un- uncharted is much more like rapid like fast pacing fast paced um you, you're fighting you know seven or eight guys at once um but there are some environmental things like and that was what um uncharted sorry not uncharted last of us did really well was if you're near like a table for example and you hit punch instead of just punching them in the face you might grab them by the back of their head and like slam their face into the table mm. and that sort of stuff comes through in uncharted 4 a lot that sort of do you want me to get really close to the microphone <laughs> i don't want you speaking at my face when you're sick all right sorry um <laughs> he's just trying to he's trying to do all this like like sign language at me yes yeah, so i'm saying do not point your sick face um, near my my face my all right. healthy face sure uh Anyway, I don't want your dreaded Lurgy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I'm so, sorry. Yeah, a bit of a bit of inside studio here. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of hand signals because I'm mm. monitoring levels. Yeah. A- as well, so often I will like use my hands to say get close to the mic. Mm. Like we do a lot in post as well. Or I say Rob does a lot in post, and I'm used to. I've, I've gotten used to your hand gestures. Yeah, uh, it's like I, you know, move closer to the mic mm. or speak louder or yeah. you know, it, the, the kind of simple things that I do. To make sure that we don't have to put too much effort into post. (laughs) Um, But Rob has a habit of talking to me, which Mm. is fine because the the microphone is between us. Yeah. Um, But when he's sick, I don't want him talking to my face. I want him talking at the microphone. The trouble with that is that you then had to come up with a new innovation in hand gestures (laughs) that I did not understand what you were... I was like, I was basically, it looked like I was slapping you across the face. It might be better just to get the pen out and just write, do not make me sick, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, I'll... I'll, 
The other thing about Rob is that he does not break bad habits easily. No, either. no, that's true. In many, <laughs> many ways, actually. He kind of does this thing where he'll do it and then mm. about a minute later, he'll go back to exactly what he was doing before. But once I've stopped like doing something... Like we some- all do, we one, all do. Once I've stopped doing something, I'll, do- I'll stop doing it forever. But it's, it's that thing of... Like, it takes me a long time to change. Reconditioning yourself. Yeah. You've got, you got to learn it all over again. Yeah, yeah. it's difficult. Uh, so, yeah, the fighting is really good. Um, but, yeah, I was going to talk about the dialogue. But I just want to say that, like, most games are written fairly poorly. And the best you can hope for is, like, not awful. You know? <laughs> this wrong. All the, you know, the story in this game was not awful. You know, that's that's generally where the bar is for video games still sadly in in 2017 um we still don't really um have well-written games and uncharted is is, it stands out from the crowd it would it would not make a very good movie it would be like a b-grade movie Mm. but for a game fantastic well it's got to be interactive Uh, that's the thing the, the the voice acting is awesome and there's a lot of contextual stuff like if you do something there might be some dialogue there like your whoever's nearby might respond to that laugh at you or make some sort of smart aleck quip and um it feels very real very organic and that really helps to make it just feel yeah, it's just so much fun. This, that's good. I mean, that's yeah. what you need. Sometimes that's what you want to play a game for. You just want to have some goddamn pure fun. Yeah, and it's not a thoughtful And you were game. telling me about this yeah. one retro sequence in there yeah, that was yeah. really clever, and I really like that. Yeah, I'll, I don't want to, it's not much of a spoiler because it happens pretty early in the game. But if you're worried about spoilers for this game, then, you know, skip ahead a couple of minutes in the, in the podcast. But um, in this game, you are married, um, which has some interesting plot stuff um, because... Nathan Drake is not settling down into married life very well. He's not. He doesn't like being a uh, um, uh, nine to five kind of guy. You know, isn't um, he rich now? He must be rich. Well, they live in a fairly modest house. Um, and what the the great irony being that after every escapade, he pretty much lo- loses all the. You know, he there's always treasure on the you know available. Yeah. but he never actually ends up with any. You know. <clears throat> so uh, what does he do? Like, what's his is is he, he works, actually a nine to five job? Yeah, well, he works in a salvage company, and he like sort of you know die is a, di- a salvage diver. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so it's still fun. It's still exciting for him, but nowhere yeah. near as exciting as you know grand adventure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like finding Shambhala or something like that. Uh, so he yearns for adventure. But anyway, there's a sequence where he's at home with his wife, and they're kind of having a bit of a like. Not not a fight, but like a there's a tense sort of there's a tenseness to the interaction there. Like they're a little unsatisfied with the life that they have, yeah. you know. Um, and then to break the um the tension, Nathan suggests playing a video game with his wife because one of them videoed games. Yeah, it's really funny because they, they write it in this way that Nathan Drake doesn't know much about video games, um, and like just says things that make you realize he doesn't know much about video games in a way that's kind of like cringeworthy a little bit you're like oh he's he's really you know he's like says something like oh i'll play i'll play that tv game that you have with you (laughs) and this is where you realize that it's set in like um it seems like it's set in the early 90s or the mid 90s sorry uh because uh you know his wife goes and and plugs in the the playstation one and pops in a um uh, and it's the PlayStation One. Yeah, and then and then what you get is the the screen comes up, oh, yeah. and you get the PlayStation. Bow, bow, you know that. that yeah, yeah. That whole intro, and then it's Crash Bandicoot. Huh. Um, which the original, is, which is a naughty got uh, a naughty dog game, of course. And um, the, kind of the mascot for the PlayStation yeah. in the early days, really. Which, wasn't and it's really funny because Nathan Drake sort of because he's a bit of a fish out of water, you know, to take the, take the tension off, uh, he makes fun of the game. 
which is what people do when they're like playing a video game for the first time or you know when they're not video game players uh, we do that a lot they well you, you and I do it because we're habitual but like if your dad sat down and played a game with you what would he do he'd probably make fun of it you well, know he'd probably smash a whiskey bottle over the over the console or the TV or me sure but he'd probably also go like Crash Bandicoot what the hell you know? that's not a Bandicoot yeah. that looks nothing like a Bandicoot that's ex- and that's exactly what Nathan Drake says he looks like more of a fox he keeps on talking about it like this fox is really bad at jumping and like annoying his wife it's <laughs> kind of like do people know that yeah. Bandicoots are Australian and are marsupials yeah I don't think and we- actually have necks I don't think that anyone I don't think that Naughty Dog certainly doesn't <laughs> but yeah he makes a few good jokes about like bandicoots don't wear jean shorts and stuff like that and then <laughs> well yeah. yeah I'll give him that one but you actually play the game you play like one of the one of the levels of Crash Bandicoot um, is in the game did you do well in it um, I did fairly poorly and every time you die your wife makes fun of you or like gives you advice uh, you know? alright yeah. like she's like oh run towards the camera she's a backseat gamer yeah and then when you don't run towards the camera she's like you're going the wrong way you're going the wrong way what are you doing or like jump better you know be better at, you suck because like you bet your wife that you can like do better at her ah, at the okay. game yeah. so there's this sort of like you know like friendly bet aspect to it so that was a really far, fun sequence how far yeah. are you through through the game because you must have been playing for a couple of hours today at I the played, very least I think about th- I think I'm about three or four hours in um and uh yeah like that's pretty still pretty early on yeah because I you know I played about an hour and a half and then then um had a late title screen you know a late credits yeah, yeah yeah and I was like okay yeah that was just the intro so I'm expecting it to be probably about 12 maybe 15 hours long that's a, that's a good game yeah good size game. Um, I'm very much looking forward to playing more of it nice and, uh, and you're gonna so, have some holidays coming up yeah I have two weeks off not not right away I still have another week of work after this week and then I have my, my birthday yay it's hard to be excited about your birthday after a crappy year like I've had but it will be nice and then I'm having leave directly after my birthday so I feel that's a good a good way to go is to just say right I'm having my birthday off and then everything up to Christmas and New Year's uh, and then back back in January so I'll definitely have lots of time to play this this game and my old mate AC is also going to loan me I'm holding in my hands a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn now this is where we mm. kind of cut to me yeah so AC you you have uh, there's an interesting reason why you have a PS4 game <laughs> yes you can loan me uh, why would Andrew AC Yoshimura have mm. Horizon Zero Dawn why would he why would he have a PS4 game mm-hmm. it is because mm-hmm. I robbed a guy and smashed him over the head yep. with my medicine ball scrotum. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yep. Medicine ball sized scrotum. It, it packed quite a wallop. A string of, of scrotum related crimes happening. <laughs> scrotum. You see, they're too afraid to go to the police. Yep. It's like I got beaten up by a guy with a massive scrotum. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the that's the devilish cunning of this. <laughs> This plan you've got, this uh, I'd be the scrote bandit, this racket you've got, <laughs> scrotum racket, <laughs> scrotum racket. That sounds like a very painful sport. Yeah, uh, no, it's because so I suppose we'll cut, we'll cut to me and my life. Sure. What about UAC? Um, yeah, no, we'd already segued there. <laughs> yeah, it, was, already, it was too late. It was too late, like, Rob. Hey, AC, what are you even doing with your games all life? <laughs> no, we, we we did it naturally for once. <laughs> we didn't we didn't need to do that. <laughs> Yeah. But it was scripted. Do you know what else is scripted? This segue to your <laughs> games in life. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, this is going to be painful to so listen back to. You beat, you beat someone over the head with the scrotum. And you, <laughs> no. and I, I presume they were walking down the street holding a PS4 for some reason. And you... uh, Yeah, so basically I have a PS4. Okay. Long story short, but I got a secondhand slim 
You've got that mental image now of me beating someone, like me leaping into the air and beating them with my scrotum. Just, like imagining someone walking down the street holding a PS4 under their arm. <laughs> do to do, I'm going to take the PS4 for a walk. Yeah. Oh God, it's Scrotor. Oh no, an opportunistic scrotum criminal. <laughs> oh God. That's, that's going to be etched on my tombstone, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Opportunity. Here lies Andrew A.C. Yoshimura, the man with the scrotum. Oh, but could you imagine what my what my tombstone would look like? This, this, is, a, this is a very bad episode, isn't it? <laughs> let me let me just say, Rob, that this was low hanging fruit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. High five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So I do have a PS4. Yep. Um, I was kind of toying with the idea of getting one for a little while. Mm-hmm. There are some great games on the PS4. There are some good games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have been getting more into modern games, as you wouldn't know listening to the podcast and no. all the retro games we incessantly talk about and play for the featured game all the time. Yeah, yeah. But basically what happened is I uh, there are a couple of games that are coming up mm-hmm. and that already exist on the platform that both uh, Maria and I want to play. Mm-hmm. So something came up. Uh, it was a PS4. For slim one terabyte mm-hmm. with three games and they're all pretty good modern games um, and the guy wanted 300 and I went ah oh, look it's not a bad deal mm-hmm. for a, a one terabyte um, PS4 yeah but I decided oh look I'll you know I'll try and get a bargain here I said I'll um, would you do 280 for it you know I didn't want to lowball the guy because, you know, sometimes you get, like, really low ball. It's kind of insulting and you're just kind of, like, fending off, like, people, dicks who probably just resell it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this guy said, look, I'll give it to you for 250 mm-hmm. and throw in, like, a, a headphone. And I went, oh, okay, that's a pretty good price. Because mm-hmm. I think everyone else had been saying, oh, I'll give you 150 or 170 or something for it. And he was just, like, kind of insulted but wanted to get, you know, wanted the money. Mm-hmm. So he said, look, if you actually buy this, mm-hmm. I will give you a really good deal on it. Okay. So... I did the I did the uh, the two fifty, mm-hmm. and the games that came with it were Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, mm-hmm. and NBA Two K eighteen. Now, I'm not a big NBA uh, basketball fan, so no. I sold that on, and I gave someone a really good deal on that. I just said twenty five bucks, cool. sold that. So basically, we're already getting down to like a kind of got this thing for like two twenty five or something. Nice. Uh, and I did. I heard a lot of good things about Horizon Zero Dawn, but mm-hmm. it was quickly overtaken by Zelda. Yeah, because it came out like two weeks before Zelda. Everyone loved Horizon Zero Dawn. Zelda came out, and people were going Horizon One Zero. Yeah, Zero so, uh, Sunset. I, I don't know. I, something like that. It seems a bit of a shame, but uh, yeah. that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's the way it goes. Been a good good year for games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did actually play a bit of Horizon Zero Dawn, and yeah, what was your thoughts, AC? Look, it's it's difficult for me to say this because I love the look of the game, mm. I love the story of the game, mm. uh, but playing the game itself mm. drove me kind of batty pretty quickly. Okay. And this is you know uh, me being a, not a luddite, but. Mm. Kind of particular in my ways. Sure. When it comes to modern games. Yeah. Like this very much not a pick up and play game. Mm. You know, I gave it a fair shake and I, I did the first world. I did it. I did the, you know, spoilers. When she was a kid, you play through that and then she becomes an adult and then you start doing kind of quest lines and storylines and stuff and you find out about the world and the characters. And okay. 
it's cool. Mm. And I, I love the look. I love the story. But the gameplay was just really didn't do it for me. Was it the control scheme or the gameplay? It was a little bit of the control scheme. It was Mm. the gameplay. Uh, It was... There's a crafting element to this game as well. And the way Mm. you craft just kind of... It was kind of like, I just wish you'd automatically fashion weapons as you pick up something rather than Mm. picking up a couple of things, going craft, go to menu and do this. And I'm sure a lot of people are going, it's so easy. And it Mm. probably is for everyone else out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it just seemed a bit too fiddly for me when I just kind of wanted to stream through something and, and shoot stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other problem I had was, and this is such a funny thing to say. Mm. So Nintendo mm. uh, has been hoisting stupid motion controls onto people. Yeah, yeah. And everyone hates it. Yes. But I played through Zelda um, Breath of the Wild, uh-huh. and I got used to the motion controls quite quickly because it's mm. good for aiming arrows. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of move your control around, and then you fire an arrow. Mm. And it seems so stupid and people hated it. And even I didn't like it that much. Yeah, yeah. But it is infinitely better to a small thumbstick. Yeah. Which is either, (laughs) no matter where you turn the accuracy up and down, it's either way too sensitive or it takes too long to aim. This is the problem with... with, This is why I prefer playing games on the PC. This is it. With a mouse, better than motion controls, but motion controls are still better, and I really don't like myself saying this, Mm. than a stupid little analog thumb control. People get used to it, mm. and I understand that. Yeah. But, like, getting the accuracy in one of these games... When you need to hit like a little either in the eye or a little yellow piece on yeah. like this techno dinosaur's back. Does it have any snap to aiming? Like if you hit aim, does it like sort of snap to the enemy or do you really have to just move the cursor on? Look, them? if there was, I didn't mm. notice it and yeah. people might be screaming at me right now. And I'm like, you just said snap aiming and I've never even heard of that before. Well, so like maybe I've been playing the fool's way. Because like Uncharted 4, for example, one of the options at the start was... Do you want to let the game auto aim for you? And I was like, hell yes. Yes. Because I I have the exact same problem with you that you do with um, trying to do precise aiming on a Analog on, sticks, on a controller. Yeah. It's never been good. And that's why I don't play FPS games on, on console. Because I just find trying to aim accurately with sticks to be like it's like it's like trying to it's like trying to eat soup with a fork. It's just not good, you know. It's yeah, really, it doesn't feel yeah. good, and I'm sure people have gotten used to it. And but you also got to remember that consoles give you a lot of leeway with that. Yeah. But my aiming was so shockingly bad that mm. even what leeway it gave me wasn't good enough. Okay. So look, there may have been a snap to button, but mm. I didn't click it in the menu. Okay. Uh, and I got partial of the one. You know, I played like three hours or something like that. Okay. And I, I enjoyed it, but look. It's not a game that I'm going to go back to. It's a game that I'd like to watch someone play. Yeah, sure. Um, so I've decided to loan it to Rob for a while. Sure. Oh, we- I'll certainly give it a fair shake. Yep. Um, uh, I, I'm very interested to hear your thoughts. You might go, yeah, it's a really good game, really solid. Mm. Um, a lot of people's complaint about this game was not that it was a bad game. Mm. It's just it did start to pale in comparison to Zelda in a lot of ways. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, like, but things always get... They always get compared yeah, with the contemporaries. Yeah, know? that's the thing. Yeah. Like they, They're both open world games. They're very different. Mm. Very, very different games. But Zelda had such a, a vibrant and large yeah. kind of open world. Whereas this one... It's probably more focused. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit more focused. And yeah. it's a, a lot of more about the story. It's got more of a narrative than Zelda did. Well, I'm you interested know. to check it out. Yeah. Um, and I definitely want to... I've, I've wanted to play it since I first heard about it. So, um, so what I have mm. been playing... What have you been playing, AC? Is and it's, it's 
I'm going to say this now, <laughs> and I, when I say it, I'm going to realize that I paid basically two hundred dollars mm. for a PS4. Yeah. To play golf. <laughs> and it sounds funny saying mm. it out loud, but I love Minano Golf. Uh, English, everybody's golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Hot Shots. It used to be called Hot Shots. It's mm-hmm. always been called Minano, which means everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's golf in Japan. Mm-hmm. And now they've finally changed it from Hot Shots to everybody's golf in the Western world as well. Sure. Yep. And this changes up the formula a bit. Not a lot. Okay. But it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's very vibrant colors. Mm. Uh, it still has the same kind of golf mechanics. But rather than winning a player and switching to that player, you are one player okay. who you can make look whoever you want. Like customize. Customize, yeah. It's very customizable. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you play the game and you, you know, you can you get... When you beat a player, instead of getting all of their... Uh, instead of getting that player, you basically get their cosplay. Oh, their, okay their character, whatever that character plays. So mm. I've been having a lot of fun playing that that game at the moment. Okay. Um, I was thinking of reviewing it, but I just not that far into it. Like yeah. I played a good solid three or four hours of that game and I, and I only unlocked the second half of the course, I think, or something. Right, wow. Like, yeah. you know, you, you kind of go, um, I locked, unlocked, you start with the first nine and then you might do a mirror nine and then it like unlocks the rest of the course. Right. So then you have you go out nine, then in nine, and then maybe all eighteen holes or something like that. Right. Right. And I'm having a lot of fun. There's like a lot of content there. It's, uh, lots of. It's a bit yeah. slow, okay. but I find these golfing games, especially Minano Golf, very relaxing mm. for me to play. Yeah. Because I can sit. And play and just have fun. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> and not think about the story, not think about... Just just trying to get that little ball into that little hole. Mm. And, you know, there, you know, sometimes you play characters and against characters and, you know, they change up the rules. Like, the hole will be bigger or there'll be, like, this tornado in the hole which sucks the ball in. So, it's not like a straight, pure physics golf game like Tiger Woods or anything. It, you yeah. know, it's a fun kind of... More of an arcade kind of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. It, uh, it just messes with it a little bit. And I, I really like that. So, mm. I'm just going to keep playing that uh, right. until I go away. I made my uh, my character mm-hmm. look like uh, Maria, my wife. Oh, nice. And it does look like her to mm-hmm. a, a large extent. <laughs> and I kind of tuned things along the way. Uh-huh. But now I'm thinking, oh, man, she's, she's getting pretty good. Do I need to make a character that looks like me? <laughs> and then level him up so yeah. we can play against each other when she gets back. So oh, now okay. I'm, I'm thinking of doing that. I oh. don't know if there's a hot seat option. Okay. But if there's not, I'm going to be mightily pissed off, I think. Yeah. Because that's, that's like a, a big draw. That and would, the Vita version didn't have that. That would have to be like big on the on the bullet list for like when they're making the game like i think deleting that because that was there in in the ps3 yeah yeah it was in all of them up to vita it wasn't in vita okay but that's different because it's a a yeah that's the thing if it's not in this one i'd be i I know that they want other people to buy the game Mm. but if if people can't try it out first they're not gonna buy the game if you know what i mean yeah i feel like i feel like a hot seat local local multiplayer is um it suits a golf game more than than online. Yeah. Like, I feel like online, I'd get sick of people lining up their shots. I'd, I'd be bored. I'd be like, come on, hurry the fuck up. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, 
stop choosing your clubs you know like just pick just go for it you know and also to play uh, online i think you need playstation plus that's their online service which you have to pay for i do I th- yeah i think that's right i, I again I've, I've played so little online yeah on PS4 i don't, I don't wanna, even know for sure that would be the only game i would play online and i may mostly use that to play with my friend Mm. Uh, Elchan who doesn't have the game yet but will probably get the game and I'm not paying yeah. $60 a year to maybe play three games <laughs> when we can line up our schedules yeah you also get those sweet sweet uh, freebies don't you though with the uh, the PlayStation yeah Plus. it's not a bad deal like I don't I don't think it's it's bad or anything but mm. I just don't play online a lot uh, it's not really why I got the PS4 I, I got it because um, Maria who's been playing Dragon Quest 11 mm-hmm. on the uh, uh, 3DS. Okay. Uh, they also released it for the PS4, and it's a similar but slightly different game. Okay. And she had a lot of fun with that, so I'm thinking um, that we might get that for her, and I want to watch her play. Cool. Uh, and I actually really want to play God of War ah, when that comes out. Right. And Maria does as well. Like, Maria loved the God yeah, of War that's series. that's one of her, like, favorite series, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's played through that. And um, mm-hmm. I saw the E3 trailer for that. Um, it looks good. A while ago looks, now, but yeah. yeah, it looks dope. So And the, the voice actor, the guy who played Kratos. Mm. Oh, whoop. <laughs> that was my That's phone. totally fine. Don't worry. Don't, don't even worry. No, 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 no. Uh, so, uh, basically... Uh, the guy, they got a new voice actor to play it, and the old voice actor was apparently really fucking salty about it. Oh, like, going, so sign this petition to get me back on board for this game, or something like that. Oh, but the guy okay. they got for it was Christopher Judge, who okay. plays Tilk from Stargate SG-1. Oh, wow, okay. And he's got this great, salty, you like, really low, like, low... Like, rich voice. Very, very rich kind yeah. of, like... It's got a rhythm to it, mm. and it's kind of got like this powerful kind of "you will follow my orders" sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, cool. And that really comes out with when you he, you see him going hunting with his son. Yeah, that sequence. It's yeah, kind of when I became more interested in the game, it's like I, this might be a steep learning curve for me in this game when it finally comes out. But I want to do it. I want to play this game. Mm. Well, from what I understand, which is not much because I never actually played a God of War game for more than like five or ten minutes. But it seems like the controls are pretty pick up and go, and it's kind of very arcadey and yeah. violent and fun. So. I, I think they may have rebooted that yeah. to a certain extent yeah. with this new game, or well, that's what they're trying to do. Okay, if they're going we'll for a more happens, deliberate yeah. style, that could be interesting too. But yeah, cool. Well, you're welcome to modern gaming. You got a PC, you got a PS4. Yeah. You are now, you know, you're now ready for 2018, man. Let's see what what the future holds for gaming. Um, probably, you know, 2017 not a great. Not a great year for us in terms of life, but a good year in terms of games. It's a shame that there's been so many good games coming out, and yet I've been so distracted with all of my bullshit that I have <laughs> I have played hardly any of them. And so I'm not going to bother doing a game of the year this year because I haven't played any games that came out this year. Basically, um, I mean, I could I could give a game of the year, I could give a game of the year in the sense of like a game that I played this year. Yeah, <laughs> but it probably wouldn't be. Uh, I kind of got this weird thing. Like, I got the Switch this year, and Mm. I've been having a lot of fun with a lot of games. Mm. Uh, You'd you'd probably be able to do a game of the year. I I probably could. I don't think I'd be able to. But I'd be be kind of in this weird place between (laughs) Zelda and Mario. Like, Mario was really, really fun. Mm. Um, But, you know, like, I exhausted it within a couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, I played 100 hours Mm. of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I loved it. Um, but it's such a more deliberate, focused game that yeah. it wasn't always fun. Some of it was not grindy, but kind of 
It is filled with large swaths of, oh, I shouldn't have come here. Oh, maybe I should go back. Oh, I climbed this mountain and <laughs> it ain't that interesting up here. Yeah, I found that, that, that. I mean, it's mm. so richly rewarding, the exploring, but it is a big world at the same time. Yeah, you have that experience. I'm sure you had it many times where you're like, I don't think I should be here, but I'm going to keep trying yeah. and see. Oh, yeah. And then you realize that you can actually get through it. But it's just going to, you know, take a lot of work and be a pain in the butt. But man, it feels good when you actually do, like, climb that tower or scale that mountain. Yeah. That you thought you couldn't get you could, over. Yeah, you can do pretty um, much anything in the game. Yeah. Or you thought what I mean was more like, oh, I don't have enough heart containers or the right equipment to get through this. But then you just do it anyway. And you're like, yes, screw you, game. I'm smarter than you, you know. Yeah. You, you feel like you yeah. are, you can do anything in the game. Yeah. And the, the rest of the DLC hasn't come out yet. Mm. Like, the first DLC they released was hard mode and where have you been on the map. Mm. Trials of the Sword or something. I wasn't interested in that. I'm interested to see if the new DLC, which they release, if mm. that's actually going to be any good. Because mm. if it is, I will buy that DLC pack. If it's not, then I might just kind of not bother. So I'm waiting. And they say late 2017. Mm. And frankly, we're running out of 2017 at yeah, a rapid click. That's right. I mean, we're pretty much in late 2017 right now. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, cool. You know, so, I, sometimes I think about buying a Switch. Sometimes they see. It's, a, my, good, it's a good system. In my weaker moments. If I do fall into some money, potentially, that might be one to pick up. Because I, I really enjoyed my time with Zelda. And I could definitely see myself playing more of that game. Mm. Um, it's, it's just that right mix, isn't it? You know, it like, really is. Yeah, very, very fun, very cool. Um, all right. My, my, I was gonna say that my um, wife and daughter mm. are in Japan. That's right. I will be following them in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday night. By the mm-hmm. time you hear this, Elchan will be in uh, in Canberra and living at my house. Yeah, I'll finally for get a to meet temporary uh, time the famous Elchan in yep. person. So. I, I think I think I've kind of bigged both of you up. You're gonna meet each yeah. other and go. Oh, oh. this is kind of disappointing that's it oh. it's just Rob he's, he's exactly you should, should like I you should, should really sign something up. for you yeah. you should act like a big shot and say oh yeah yeah I'm from Game Like Browns Australia do you want me to sign something for you I was going to come in wearing those like Kanye West like like sunglasses <laughs> with the slats on them you know and like a big t-shirt with like a, some weed thing to make <laughs> Just really like just exaggerated version of myself. <laughs> Robbity diggity boys. Yeah. Just smoking a giant blunt. <laughs> just like, <laughs> with a big crucifix around my neck. <laughs> like, Do you want me to sign your titties? <laughs> I don't have titties. I'll sign them anyway. <laughs> so that's... Um, yeah. That's like I got my bachelorhood back, which is depressing, but not tell me that about it. Bad. <laughs> like not as bad as you've got it. I've just been kind of wandering around the house and cleaning a lot. Yeah, I've been cleaning this house a lot. That's really, what happened the past couple of days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I was thinking about the other day, though, is I was looking at, at the Game Life Balance logo, mm-hmm. and. It's a great logo. We didn't design it. Uh, mm. One of Cody's friends did. Yes. And it's a great logo. I really like it. Mm-hmm. What I want to know is that what would it take to get that tattooed onto somebody's body? Perhaps a certain area of the body? Well, <laughs> look, look, you I were... wasn't going to bring up my scrotum well, look, or anyone my, else's scrotum. That's where I thought you were going. And I think I... it was legitimately not for once. I was actually yeah, yeah. like, I was actually thinking about it and like you have it as your wallpaper with, you know, just the symbol. It doesn't say game life balance on it. Just yeah, the symbol. My desktop. Your, your desktop uh, yeah. Wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking that's a, great like i can't get a tattoo like i i literally can't because i go to japan and and tattoos are kind of frowned upon there mm. uh, i like i like hot springs too much and you you can't go into those places if you have tattoos unless 
uh, you go into some of the more unscrupulous ones. Yeah. So, and you don't have any tattoos either. But no. oh, so many people in our generation, and so yeah, many of the younger people, they do over eighteen, who have just turned eighteen, have all of these magnificent tattoos. I would say that we're we're unusual in not having tattoos. I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our generation maybe not so much, but people younger than us, a lot of those people yeah. might be getting towards fifty percent even. Who I would have say even, some tattoo. Even five or six years younger than us, yeah. it's much more common. Um, I think, and look, dude, if you want to do get a tattoo, man, like go for it. I'm not going to get a tattoo. I can't, as right, I said. So you're going to hold down a guy on that you find on the street, <laughs> possibly, and, possibly you. Yeah. If uh, if I uh, did, I would probably get. <laughs> because I think about it sometimes. Like mm. I think, oh my god, that tattoo looks really cool. Yeah. But yeah. if I did, it, mm. I would probably get either Don't Panic or mm-hmm. Forty Two from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Sure. Yeah. Tattooed very small somewhere on on my person somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where nobody or not many people would see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Is I just don't even know what I would get. The Game uh, Life Balance logo. <laughs> of course. How foolish of me. To- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What would it take for someone to get that tattooed on them? Uh, money, probably. <laughs> large, <laughs> large amounts of money. Uh, like, I don't know. There might be someone crazy enough to get to do that. Uh, Th- that person could truly become the fifth Beatle. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you, want to ch- if you want to tattoo that on your body, I, I will... Guarantee you nothing. No. <laughs> you Do you think the American guys? Would? You will maybe get to appear on this show if you're not if you're not crazy, which you probably are. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, it was just one of those things that I thought mm. that's a that's a cool logo. Mm. I mean, you know, having half a briefcase, half a <laughs> half a uh, a controller probably isn't as cool to people who don't work on this show, mm-hmm. aren't part of our illustrious club of four. <laughs> But I just was just standing back and appreciating that logo and thinking, yeah, that might make a cool tattoo for someone. Yeah, it's probably spe- not us though. <laughs> Speaking of the game life balance, um, our US compatriots have returned from their hiatus. Yes, they're back. New episode is up uh, as we record this. You can uh, download and listen to that on your um, phone of choice, or if you like, you know, MP3 player. If you're a complete luddite. Um, uh, but yeah, check it out because um, they're back and they seem to be. Um, you know, swinging and, uh, you know, not going to say swinging and hitting, that's not right. <laughs> swinging and hitting, that's not swinging, a phrase. Swinging those scrotes are out swinging. dangling. That's what I was looking for. They've come back swinging. There you go. There dangling. You go. Dangling, like, like a... Like a scrotum. Like a smooth Botox... T- <laughs> Medicine t- ball. Testicles. <laughs> so, so, yeah, give them a listen. They yeah. are back. Mm-hmm. Um, they came, Yeah, they came back in full force, and I loved every minute of listening to them. Mm. I'm not just saying that because, uh, you know, we happen to share a, a similar name mm-hmm. of podcast. Yeah. But they were... It was, it was funny. It was yep. informative. John was finally It's released. everything we're not, basically. John finally got out on bail from the Colombian <laughs> jail that he was uh, <laughs> locked up in for, um, you know... Various crimes. Oh, various. Uh, you know, most of them violent. And, yeah, and you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All violent. Mm-hmm. So, look, we should actually probably end the podcast right here. Yes. We've, we, uh, no quiz today. Uh, no. We, we really... Rob's sick. Yeah. I'll give him a pass. Yeah. I could have done one, but that's not my fault. No, it's my fault. I, I look... Blame me, right? All right, you can go on Twitter and, and 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 hit me up and just complain to me on Twitter. He's not on Twitter. <laughs> no, but but, sh- <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that we used to do a news segment in the original yeah. run, and we had yeah. to retool a lot of things when we came back yeah. for the um for the Australia run of the show. Mm-hmm. And news was one of the first things we jettisoned because our news segments went to some weird because we were always late with the news, yeah, and nobody came to us for news, and and I think the. 
the the quiz slash trivia segment, which mm. is effectively what it is, mm. um, is good, but not mandatory at the same time. Like yeah. it's it's kind of like the icing on the cake. Yeah. And, but you don't always need icing. The problem is sometimes I'd be really inspired and yeah. I'd come up with a really great quiz and I'd be really happy with it. And other times I'd be like, oh, I have to come up with a quiz. Ugh. And I just kind of like pull something together and it didn't really feel like it had heart, you know? I should do, um, I should do what we should do. Mm. And I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. We should do a quiz about ourselves and see how well we actually know each other. Oh, okay. Because it would be probably be really, really embarrassing. Yeah, that's like... Because we like... It's like, oh, we actually know nothing about each other. We probably should be separated. I was at a wedding where a couple did that, where they were sort of like, had to stand back to back and like answer questions about... How did it go? Uh, pretty well, actually, but it was really funny. It was it was quite amusing, actually, you know, just thinking about, well, how well do you really know your partner? Um, maybe maybe we should do that. And because we are... Maybe not next week, but I don't know, like, just doing yeah. a quiz about... Yeah. About us that sounds like as fun. individuals. You'd have to write one, I'd write one, and we'd come yeah. together and do yeah. it. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Well, um, we'll talk about that more off air. Yeah, yeah, I think we will. Uh, that was just, you know, sometimes we, we brainstorm these ideas on air. That's, sure. And that way we have to do them at one I point. Was, a, lot of, a lot of times my best thoughts happen while the, while the red light is blinking. <laughs> uh, all so right. we hope you've enjoyed listening to Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. Uh, visit us at GameLifeBalanceAustralia.com. And uh, visit the sister show, uh, the US blokes who are back and yep. uh, they've come out dangling and swinging. Yeah, sure. And you can find them at gamelifebalance.us. You can also find them by just going to our website and clicking on a link. And that's good, actually, because then links are good for search engines, apparently. So do that. Yeah, bit. yeah, do that. Um, uh, so I'm on Twitter still, Roberts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Prod Tally. Yep, he's holding the fort. I am. Yep. I really wish he'd come back. I'm so terrible at marketing <laughs> us. I'm so, so terrible. Yeah. I know. I just, I just suck. I know, but the more you beg me to come back, the less likely it is that I ever will. And it does, and it just highlights this weird problem that we've got, right? Yeah. Now. Um, it's, we, yeah, we, we, we seem to be slowly gaining some sort of momentum, but, mm. but it's very slow because I suck. <laughs> All right, uh, we should, we should probably can this one. Yeah. Uh, give us a, a positive rating. That helps us as well. Yes. We, we do actually get a, you know, for every positive rating. Uh, people do say, oh, yeah, maybe I should check these guys out. They're, we're odd, but, you know, we're listenable. Yeah. Like, go, go ahead. If you, if you want to make us make our day, just give us a nice review. That'll, yeah, that'll make us smile. we have a couple of nice... We have a couple of nice reviews up there already. Yeah. Some of them are insulting reviews. <laughs> Some of them call us alcoholics, call me an alcoholic. <laughs> Which I'm not going to dispute. But, like, telling everyone on iTunes that, that's just funny. <laughs> I think Cody did that. Uh Good Someone did that. Good stuff. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.